Hello world, it's me, Taylor. And it is also me, Skylar. And this is Teachers Talk. Yes, it is. Let's get started. So today we're going to talk about a growth mindset. And how you should always have a growth mindset, even as adults. I mean, we'll talk a lot about our students and everything, but even as adults, we need to have a growth mindset. Absolutely. So the inspiration behind this episode was during my very first year as a teaching apprentice, I was told to read the book Growth Mindset by Carol Dweck. My mentor teacher had been teaching for eight years at that point, and her entire philosophy was based off of this growth mindset. And going into it, I had no idea what that meant. Yeah. And so I read the book, and I absolutely fell in love because... It inspired me in my own way of thinking. And I know that that then transferred to my students. Yeah. So it's definitely. And I have also read the book um, and listened to it on audio tape. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a great book and it really does. It brings a lot of inspiration, not only to teachers, but I think just to anyone. Um, A lot of really, really good information in there. Um, Carol Dweck is pretty awesome I have to say yeah and I don't know about you but when I was reading it I was able to like put people into different situations Mm -hmm. like oh this person is definitely a growth like mindset mindset. oriented or this person's a fixed mindset and I need to get them to read this book yeah and speaking of so (laughs) a fix so I guess we should probably start with a fixed mindset because a lot of people I know have a fixed mindset yeah so let me ask you mm-hmm. the question. What is a fixed mindset in your opinion? Um, a fixed mindset is, you know, a person who believes that they they have no opportunity for growth. Um, I know at our school we always talk about lifelong learners and um, somebody who has a fixed mindset just thinks, you know what, I can't do it. Eh. Or I think of a situation in like... Um, if you want to learn how to play guitar, you're like, nah, I'm too old. Like I've, oh I gosh, can't do yeah. that. Uh, that would be a fixed mindset. That saying right there, I'm too old to learn. Or it's like, yeah, that fear of failure. Like I can't do it because I know that I'm not going to make it. Or like, yeah, my restaurant will fail or my business will fail. Like that is having a fixed mindset, mm-hmm, which definitely. in turn is like this very stubborn. And our students, we hear a lot. Oh, I can't do it. Like, mm-hmm. I can't do it. And it's just that mindset of, like you said, there's no opportunity to grow or to learn or to improve. Yeah, definitely. And like mistakes are a failure, mm-hmm. oh, which yeah. is the biggest lie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I tell my students all the time if they make a mistake that their brain grows. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes they think that making a mistake on purpose makes their brain grow but that is false (laughs) they will purposefully make mistakes and be like well my brain's growing I'm like no it only works if you make a mistake and you learn from it (laughs) so with a fixed mindset being defined here let's jump into growth mindset in your opinion without referencing the book yet what to you is a growth mindset a growth mindset to me is someone that believes that they can, you know, do something that they didn't think that they could do. So I think of an example, I mean, I used the guitar example already, but I 
never would think that I could learn a new language at my age. I mean, granted, I'm in my 20s. I could obviously learn a new language. But if you put the time and effort into it, it's possible. But somebody who has a fixed mindset would just say exactly what I just said. I cannot do it. I'm eh, or not. Yeah. Yeah. Or don't even try. Right. Right. Yeah, it really is like a growth mindset is putting time and effort into what you're trying to achieve. Yes. And not looking at it with that pessimistic attitude of, well, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not able to do it. I tried it once and I failed. Yeah. It's having that, you know what? I made a mistake. I'm going to take that mistake. I'm going to learn from it and I'm going to keep going mm-hmm. or I'm going to improve on what is going on. Yeah. So as we mentioned, the growth mindset or not growth mindset, the mindset book by Carol Dweck. Um, She quotes a growth mindset as a belief that you can develop abilities. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a beautiful general way to define a growth growth mindset mindset because it is your own brain saying, you know what? (laughs) Yeah, I can. Mm -hmm. And it's going to take time and it's going to be hard, but I'm going to be able to do something if I put my mind to it to it yeah I agree. which sounds so simple but like it's it hard there are times where it's not it, yeah. yeah it it it's hard but you have to you have to train your brain yeah to think yeah. in a way of having a growth mindset whereas I mean like I I like how you used before the word stubborn because I mm-hmm. think of stubborn people as being people with fixed mindsets because yeah. they're just stubborn and stuck in their ways and don't want to grow and girl, your girls in Aries, I know what stubborn means. <laughs> I can be stubborn, but like you said, it really, it takes you training your mind mm-hmm. to say, okay, I can be stubborn about this and yeah. say, no, I'm not going to learn. I'm not going to grow or, hey, thanks for the feedback. Thanks mm-hmm. for helping me recognize what I did wrong and yeah. growing from it. So why are we doing this episode? Why is this important? Mm because (laughs) (laughs) I mean it is so relevant to well especially teachers but just to everything everything I mean your relationships your your own development I mean we are currently still in school for our masters Mm -hmm. and I think it's both because we just didn't want to stop learning right I mean we just wanted to continue growing um and it helps with our job performances and um taking on new opportunities and and things and teaching that to our students is vital I think and we could sit here and say like oh yeah this is great for teachers to learn or for teachers to teach their students but in reality a growth mindset is so important for all human beings Mm -hmm. because I look at it and I look at my own family and I look at the members that have a growth mindset and I think look at all they've achieved and continue to do in their life and how happy they are Mm -hmm. versus my family members that have a fixed mindset like their attitudes are vastly vastly different yeah and a lot of it has to do with how well you perform in your own job Mm -hmm. it doesn't even matter if you're a teacher maybe you're in the corporate america world like this is going to pertain to you yeah definitely um But let's talk about how we implement this in the classroom, what we've seen as teachers. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of this episode, we're going to give you a whole bunch of resources on growth mindset and how to help implement it within your own classroom. So 
how to implement this into your classroom. Hmm. Aside from the giant uh, sign that I made in your classroom. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. made last year or the year before. It was two years ago. Two years ago. I was uh, Taylor's TA and I'm the more crafty, I would uh, say. 1,000%. More crafty yes. person. Um, and I made this whole growth mindset thing on Taylor's wall and it basically just says it's a big growth mindset and then under each I think letter of growth or mm-hmm. or is it mindset I think oh, mindset, mindset yeah. it has it's a what is that called an acrostic I don't I don't no. know they're just like little sayings, sayings of how to like implement growth mindset yeah that's but a pretty good one that's honestly a really good point that you bring that up because that visual cue not only helps myself, but it helps my students. Mm-hmm. So like Skylar was saying, I have this big old growth mindset. It literally just says growth mindset across <laughs> my classroom wall. And if you peep the Instagram, you can see a picture of it. But it's great because there are times when I'm teaching and like my principal walks in and I'm panicking. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, what if I make a mistake? What if I do this? What if I do that? And I look up at my wall. It's a great visual cue for me to go, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to make a mistake and it's okay. Mm -hmm. And she's going to help me learn and grow from it. And she's going to give me tips and tricks. So one thing that you can do is to create a visual cue for your classroom. Maybe it's the big growth mindset on your wall. Or maybe it's something as simple as like an apple that reminds you and your students to have a growth mindset. So. And I feel like that's definitely, I mean, I don't have it in my classroom now, um, but maybe this year I'll make one myself (laughs) since I made you one. Um, But I feel like whenever we have students that say like, I can't do it. Oh yeah. That's an easy thing to just point to and just be like, Mm -hmm. can you though? I had a student the other day and I'm going to come back to this topic in a little bit, but he was talking about his test scores and he was like, well, what if, what if I get a bad test score? And I'm like, well, look, look at the wall. Yeah. And I want you to remember that. Yeah. It's going to happen in your life and Mm -hmm. you have to be okay with it Mm -hmm. and you have to grow. Yeah. He was like, oh yeah, like I can do that. But, um, coming back to how you can implement it, it's all in the language. So for example, when a student is working on, I don't know, cursive or Mm -hmm. something, and they are putting their best foot forward. And maybe it's not the prettiest work you've ever seen. But you <laughs> see them fully engaged. It's you just commenting like, hey, bud, I've noticed that you are working really hard. Mm, I notice statements are huge. I notice. Yeah. It's not even like, oh, my gosh, you got 100%. Yep. Yet, no. I noticed that you're working hard. Yes. Yes, definitely. That's huge. And I think that'll come around when we talk about love and logic, especially the I notice statements Mm -hmm. are life changing. I mean, you're just all simply telling a student, I noticed you're working harder. I noticed this. And you're not necessarily complimenting them, but you are like showing them that you're seeing what they're doing and that that yeah it's validating what they're doing and their hard work is going noticed yes um but carol duck has a beautiful quote that i wanted to mention Mm -hmm. and it reads if parents and i think you could put teachers in there as well Mm -hmm. want to give their children a gift the best thing they can do is to teach their children to love challenges be intrigued by mistakes enjoy effort and keep on learning 
That way, their children don't have to be slaves of praise. They will have a lifelong way to build and repair their own confidence. Wow, that is yeah accurate. Yeah, especially <laughs> so that second accurate. line. That way, their children don't have to be slaves of praise. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that I was the child always looking for that 100% or like, a plus on my paper yeah and it still affects me oh I still <laughs> want the praise yeah. <laughs> I and and that's the thing unless my principal comes to me and says hey you're doing a really good job I do not feel like I'm doing a good job until someone tells me that I am and that's huge yeah. um yeah I mean going back to saying I noticed how hard you're working focus on the effort piece mm-hmm. I have seen you put your heart and soul into this I have noticed that you're sitting every line or every letter on the baseline Mm -hmm. you're working really hard yeah focus on the effort and not the the goal right definitely um but another thing that we do outside of language is that we model a lot of mistakes (laughs) I do it so I was being observed by my uh we call our principal our headmaster, but by our headmaster, she was in the room. She was watching me teach. Uh, we do Spalding at our school, so anybody who's familiar with Spalding, but I was tapping out a word um, like drive or something that had an E at the end, and I just did d or I v. All right, let's write the word. And so my students were like, Miss um, Royce, you <laughs> forgot the E. And I was, I, instead of being like, no, I didn't, of course I had the E, I looked at my students. I was like, wait a second, I forgot the E. And they were like, yeah. yeah. And so I looked at them and I was like, do teachers make mistakes? And they all, because I say it all the time, and they're like, yeah, teachers make mistakes. And they do. And all we the do time. It all the time. And the thing is, to be honest and accept it be like oh you know what I did make a mistake thank you so much for pointing that out and when we model the fact that we are learners as well it makes the students feel comfortable like we Mm -hmm. are not perfect humans nor will we ever be but when we model that that vulnerability I would almost say of I made a mistake and that's okay Mm mm-hmm Thank you for telling me I'm going to come back stronger than I was before. I think that is one of the biggest things that we can do as a teacher. And really, we are models for these kiddos. Yeah. And there's a good resource that we like to use in our classrooms. Uh, We watch Mojo videos, which are amazing and the students love them they're so cute but it's I mean it takes essentially the idea of growth mindset and it puts it into these little cartoons Mm -hmm. and the kids um they do love watching them and it's kind of like hey like what would mojo do and yeah yeah, so those are really good videos that we can link as well but um the kids love them and they enjoy seeing people that you know they're not people but little monsters little monsters whatever you want to call these things um they make mistakes and then mojo learns from his mistakes yeah yeah and if you're curious about those videos like Skylar said we'll link them but if you google class dojo mindset videos Mm -hmm. or mojo mindset videos they'll come up and you simply just have to watch a video and then what's even better is after the video they're like maybe three to five minutes tops Mm -hmm. um But then they have discussion questions. So at the beginning of every single year, the first week of school, 
we take time after I think it's like lunch when they're all coming in they're sweaty (laughs) from recess and they just need a little mental like reset they come in we turn on a mojo video then we talk about it like Mm -hmm. what did mojo mojo do how is he going to grow from it? Is he going to be able to grow? Yeah. And so that is one of the best resources that we have had. And oh, for sure. And we, I mean, at our school, we don't use a lot of technology, but this no. is one thing that we will use technology for is to mm-hmm. watch these videos because of how awesome they are. Yeah. And we'll link those again in the notes. Yeah. So Skylar, I don't know if you, and we've kind of touched on it here and there, like throughout the episode, but like Are there any instances where you've seen growth mindset in your classroom that has stood out to you? Oh, I, so I hope we can talk about number talks one of these episodes, but we did a number talk in our classroom and um, we did one, we went through it and then, well, I guess it's just for math in general. I'll always ask the children, do you guys want a challenge question? Mm -hmm. And more than I would say about 75% of my students are always so eager to try a challenge problem. And then you have those handful that like slouch in their chairs and they're like, no, I don't want (laughs) to do a challenge problem. And then that's when I kind of take a second to be like, hey, now that's not a growth mindset. Remember, we want to challenge our brains. Um, to do something that we didn't think we could do and so definitely I see it a lot more in math I think than anything but that's I'm thinking of one specific student where he was very slumped in his chair and then I like reminded him of growth mindset he was like you know what I do want to challenge my brain yeah let's try it like good for you exciting when you see like the change between like I've had a student for example get really discouraged with a spelling grade like he saw his grade and he was like Miss Brown is this a bad grade and I was like bud it is not about the grade Mm -hmm. and we talked about the growth mindset and it went from oh I got a bad grade to you know what I'm taking this I'm going to now practice my words three times a night instead of two times a night yeah and I'm gonna come back stronger and you know what the next week he came back stronger and I saw the change in attitude that he had and it was like I hope he carries this Mm -hmm. for the rest of his life. That's really what it's about is having them take this habit long term. Yeah. I had a student that she she's dyslexic, but she had the best mindset when it came to her dyslexia because Mm -hmm. she would stop herself when she was reading. She'd go back and she'd retry it. And it didn't matter if we were reading with a group or not. Like she was never embarrassed to go back and try it again. Um, but that also goes with her spelling too. She, I had, she had to go on a reduced spelling list because you know, the 30 words that we normally do were a little bit too much for her. Um, and then one of the first few weeks that she had a reduced spelling list, she got a hundred percent. She showed it to me and I saw it I looked at it and I was so happy for her and then she said okay can we add more more words to my list oh my god yeah she wanted more words and I was like of course we can add more words let's try with let's start with two and she's like can we start with four I was like yes we can start with four of course absolutely so that's I mean that to me is the epitome of growth mindset yeah and so you may be listening to all this and thinking okay well what next like what do I do You've handed me a couple of resources, like where do I go from here? Mm -hmm. And I think the first place that we would direct you is to read Mindset. Again, it's by Carol Dweck, D-W-E-C-K, Carol Dweck. 
she really really started this conversation and extensive research yeah has been done on the growth mindset so that would be like your step one go read that book there are so many takeaways within that book um, not only as a teacher but as a human being as a professional and pass it along to someone you know like for example I passed it to my family like my mom and dad I said you need to read this (laughs) not to say that they have a fixed or growth mindset but I just thought spread the love right let everyone know about this book definitely um and then you want to talk about the next resource which we've already kind of talked about yeah i mean we talked about uh mojo which you you mentioned it's class dojo so if you just look up mindset videos on class dojo i'm pretty sure it's free to sign up as a teacher um but not only do they have mojo videos they have um they recently came out with and i was really glad that i caught it it's called heart of champion and my students loved them. They were all, not all para-Olympic, but some Olympic um, athletes. And they do these little videos on different um, virtues. So the virtues are huge at our school. um, And they do like the virtue of perseverance and how to persevere even if something seems hard. Um, So those are some pretty awesome videos as well. I think you can literally just look up Class Dojo. Yeah. Yeah, and mindset videos or... um, yeah, I would suggest signing up for the account and have your own account so that you can like kind of track what videos you watch. Yeah, and we, like Skylar was saying, like we don't use a lot of technology at our school mm-hmm. and we don't have our students use a lot of technology at home. Minus, you know, the whole COVID year that oh, has gosh, happened. Yeah. But outside of that, um, this resource has like where you can have your own classroom and then you can send the link to your students and then they can access videos at home or whenever. Yeah. We don't use it, but again, it's an option. It's there for you. If you have any other resources out there, maybe it's a children's book mm. or um, something that you've seen floating in like the teaching world or in the literature world, please let us know. Yeah. Because we are looking to, again, be lifelong learners and we want to be the best teachers that we can possibly be yep and definitely I I would say I would love to find some children's books on growth mindset yeah I'm sure I'm sure there's some out there but right um if you happen to have a book in your class that you just love to read maybe at the beginning of the year or throughout the year whenever attitudes start to change because we do start to see that especially in the second grade um but send them our way because we love we love some children's books (laughs) yeah seriously so so the last thing that we want to talk about is just one more thing you can implement Mm -hmm. into your classroom and that's the power of yet 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 is a huge word that we love to talk about in our classrooms. Yeah. So at the beginning, we said that fixed mindset entails of that sentence. I can't do it. I don't know how. I don't get it. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. So how do we flip the dime? How do we change their mindset there? Yeah. You uh, add a little special word to the end of that It's spelled (laughs) Y-E-T. I, so when we first started teaching our kids that at the beginning of the year, um, we go through a little slideshow and it's like, I can't do it. And then we tell the kids like, what can you add to the end of this sentence for it to be a growth mindset? And it's yet. So we 
say that yet is a very powerful word. Yeah. Because at the end of a sentence like, it's too hard, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. You say, yet, Yet. I can't do it yet. Yeah. I mean, listen to that change, right? I can't do it. And then I can't do it yet. Yes. Yeah. Guess what? There are times in your life where you're not going to be able to do something. You can't do it yet, mm-hmm. but you will. Learn. Or that big one. I use this all the time. Miss Brown, I don't get it. Okay, bud. That's <laughs> all right. But you don't get it yet. Yep. That's so. the one thing is whenever um, a student will raise their hand and I'll come, you know, help them with whatever their task is. And they're like, it's too hard. I can't do it. I'm like, can you finish that sentence for me, please? And they're like, yeah. Usually they'll like <laughs> sigh. And I'm like, no, no, you right. can't do it yet. I'm here to help you. But you're the one that has to do the work. Yeah. So. So I guess we can end with this gorgeous quote <laughs> by Carol Dweck, who I'm going to just reference all the time. But it says, becoming is better than being. Mm. And I just thought you know what? There's no better way to end our first episode than by that takeaway. Yeah. Becoming is better than being. Becoming is better. It is. Being. Absolutely. I love, I love it. Love it. All right. Well, you can reach us in several different ways. Oh, yeah. Our Instagram is now Teachers Talk Podcast on Instagram. We also have a Gmail account, which is what again? But At you know what? we're gonna we're gonna change. I'm, I'm gonna say we're gonna change it. All right, we're Let's gonna change it. Teachers teachers talk at gmail.com. Great, you can reach us at teachers talk at gmail.com in like ten minutes from now. <laughs> <laughs> and teachers talk podcast on Instagram. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our first episode. I know I enjoyed talking about yeah. the growth mindset. Thanks yes. for listening. Yeah, hopefully there's some listeners. <laughs> I hope so too. All right. right. Have a great day. Goodbye. Bye.